Welcome to the Kara's Kara's Digital Show, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundlin. Today's episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. So hair loss, it is a problem that really affects men and women and can be so upsetting when it happens. So what causes it and what can we do to restore our hair? Yes, there are things you can do. So joining us now is Dr. Jennifer Stagg. She's a naturopathic physician and also the owner of the Whole Health Wellness Center that you can visit in Avon, Connecticut. Welcome, Dr. Stagg. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You know, a lot of women might be used to it when they are pregnant and the hair changes, but um, that's something that probably is more caused by hormones. But in other times of our life, people are losing hair, men and women, and they get so frustrated, but they think there's nothing they can do. Is that wrong? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, you know, for the most part, there are things you can do, definitely. And and the most important part is trying to figure out what the cause is for this. And that really is a tenant of naturopathic medicine. It's not like, oh, well, you're just getting older, you're going to lose hair, it's menopause or whatever. There are a lot of different factors that can overlap and ways that we can improve our um, hair and get more fullness back. I know part of it starts in your practice with a screening to determine nutritional deficiencies. What are some of the tests we should be asking for? Yeah, so there are a number of really important tests to do. So first of all, we want to make sure that there's nothing going on with uh, the thyroid. That's a really important screening test to make sure that is run. Um, And then checking for anemia, especially iron deficiency anemia. That's a really big cause, probably like the actually the most common cause of hair loss from a nutritional standpoint. Um, And then there are other vitamins and minerals that can be screened as well with blood testing. So you can check zinc and I recommend a red blood cell zinc to really check the the, uh, stores, the body stores of zinc. Vitamin D is also a good test. Um, B12 and some of the other B vitamins you can test for with blood testing. And then you also want to check for protein status. And that can be a big issue, especially if someone has like, you know, as we get older, we are gaining more weight and could go on a more radical diet and not have enough protein in the diet, or all of a sudden have a drastic uh, reduction in calories. And that can affect the hair cycle and can almost the body perceives it as a trauma. Um, Stress is another big factor that we can test for too. So you can actually do a cortisol test and check to see if that's elevated um, as sort of a screening test for stress, but there's much more involved there. Yeah. So once you get the testing, um, what are some of the things that you can do that would actually make a difference? Yeah. So if we find something on that testing and of course doing a, you know, a really extensive medical history too, to look at medication use, recent injuries or surgeries, or even like a, a COVID infection, that could be a result in hair loss. We're seeing a lot of that over the last couple of years that a couple of months out, people are losing hair too. So ways to, you know, improve the hair, hair follicle and improve the thickness and get hair growing back in would be to obviously address any of those nutritional deficiencies that come up with supplementation. So if we're talking about iron, it could be that you're taking an iron supplement, but I would caution people not to just go out and start taking iron because that is something you would really only want to take if you actually had an iron deficiency and we want to check ferritin levels there. Um, but taking something that can be really helpful, and I'm sure a lot of people out there are using it as collagen. 
um, and it's a really popular supplement. There's not a tremendous amount of research on collagen in here, but it does, there have been some clinical studies done and it has a couple of different effects where it enhances the amount of protein that we get in our diet, amino acids that can help uh, strengthen the hair, keratin in the hair, uh, but also it acts as an antioxidant too. And that's important for our hair. Yeah, so when, uh, a lot of people are doing the collagen coffee as a way to get more protein in the morning where uh, it just dissolves. And, and, and do you recommend that? Yeah, I mean, there's no harm in taking collagen for sure. There's a lot of um, different types of collagen. So some types of collagen are better for hair than others. Uh, but collagen also, as I said, has this antioxidant effect. So also uh, blending in like a green strength too, because oxidative stress, which can be combated by phytonutrients, antioxidants found in these uh, like green strengths, and certainly in your diet, getting a lot of leafy green vegetables, that can help with hair growth as well and can even re um, kind of like uh, reduce the grayness in our hair too, or how fast our hair turns gray. Ah, okay, okay. Um, so is there a difference for men and women when it comes to hair loss and what they need to be doing about it? Yeah, so there's a couple of differences there. So both men and women can deal with this. You know, 50% of men and women are dealing with this at some point by the time they're um, 50. Uh, for women, we're going to see more of that coming from thyroid and um, hormonal changes like declines in estrogen and progesterone. So making sure we're on top of that and addressing hormones is really important for women. With men and hair loss, a lot of times with men, unless they have some sort of actual digestive disorder, like they have celiac disease or they have um, you know, inflammatory bowel disease, they're not going to see that sort of, you know, like just reduction in hormones causing hair loss around, you know, 45, 50. Um, but they could be dealing with stress too. So, you know, taking that individualized approach is important with men. But of course, then there's male pot pattern baldness or hair loss. And then that is more of a genetic pattern. But there are tests that we can do for that, a, di a DHT test, which is dihydrotestosterone. And there are supplements that can help to reduce the amount of DHT, a supplement with saw palmetto in there primarily is what we think about for that. Really? So even male pattern baldness different than uh, an aging thing. So if men are starting to lose their hair, you've seen it slowed with something like saw palmetto? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So just making sure we're like actually doing the test and then uh, a blood test and then um, supplementing based on that test to get really specific about it um, can definitely slow down the rate of hair loss. So I know that is one of the differences in naturopathic medicine. They want to get to the why. They want to figure out what's off balance. These are tests that you're not normally going to get with your regular annual physical. Um, here in Connecticut, I know naturopaths don't prescribe medicine, so you do recommend working with both. But are these tests uh, something that your insurance will cover? Yeah, absolutely. So these are standard blood tests that you would go to Quest or LabCorp and have done. Um, and they are routinely covered by insurance. So these are not sort of like esoteric panels that you have to pay out of pocket for that there's no insurance coverage. Obviously, people have deductibles and some people need to pay a portion of their lab testing, but they are standard tests like that, you know, um, your primary care doctor, you could ask them to run, but it, you know, it gets a little bit more specific and we're dealing with, you know, issues with 
hormones and nutritional deficiencies, then you might want to seek out more professional help with potentially an endocrinologist, a naturopathic doctor, or someone you know that specializes in digestive disorders like a GI doctor. How long will it um, take before you can start noticing a difference? How do you know if it's working? Yeah, so you really need to kind of stick it out when it comes to hair because the hair follicle doesn't respond overnight or even in a matter of a few weeks. You're really looking at months. So when we think about someone who's having hair loss for because of thyroid, hypothyroid uh, primarily, um, once the thyroid is normalized on blood work, it can be months later before you can start to see like actual those baby hairs, the little pieces of hair that start um, coming in on your, you know, crown of your head. So it, it definitely, you know, it's, it's requires patience for sure. Okay. Um, and for women who are just perimenopausal or even menopausal, and maybe their thyroid is okay, uh, then what would be the solution for them, both dietary or supplementation? Yeah. So there's a lot of things that are going on around menopause for women that are not just estrogen and progesterone declining. So there are phytoestrogens that you can take that weakly bind the estrogen receptors in a way that's safe. And of course, that needs to be taken on an individualized basis as well. If we're dealing with a patient who has breast cancer, you know, we're very, very cautious there um, or a history of breast cancer. But for most women, phytoestrogen supplements, um, you know, and you really want to be particular about what you take, but that could be a part of the aspect of addressing hair loss around that time. But another big factor that happens is this uh, reduction in digestive capacity. So a lot of times what we're seeing is like reduced digestion where you're not breaking down your food as well as you used to, you're not absorbing it as well. So a lot of times we're really working on gut health for women um, around perimenopause. And that's also a time where these things pop up for women, where they're having a lot of issues with gas and bloating and changes in their stools. And those are all kind of like red flags that we definitely are um, looking out for on a medical history and definitely ask specific questions about. And I've seen that, you know, we can rule out all the different hormone uh, the, uh, hormone tests um, and make sure everything is fine there. And it's really comes down to digestion. And we start supplementing with things like digestive enzymes. In some people, they may have low stomach acid. Again, that's something you wouldn't really want to play around with on your own. And you'd want to see, uh, you know, a licensed naturopathic doctor to deal with that. But I've seen the, that combination of factors really make a difference for women losing hair. Okay. Um, what do you think, speaking of hormone testing, I know uh, people are starting to learn a lot more about the different tests, partly via social media. What's your opinion on the Dutch hormone test? Yeah, I love Dutch testing because that's the only one of the only ways to find out about metabolites of estrogen. So we can do blood testing, we can do saliva testing, and we can get some levels of just your actual hormones like estradiol and progesterone. But you can't really tell what's happening when in our body we naturally detoxify those hormones and we get these what are called metabolites. And some of those are can act really have more negative consequences on the bad 
body and you really it's all about balance as with everything right that we're looking for a certain pattern of these metabolites and so on dutch testing we can analyze that and then you can actually take supplements that will shift your pattern into a more beneficial uh, pattern and that can help relieve a lot of the symptoms that come along with the, you know uh, your your monthly cycle or even as you're perimenopausal but you know something like PMS I know we're a little off topic but something like PMS um, a lot of times it has to do with electrolytes then it uh, sorry um, it metabolites then it does have to do with just like your actual like hormone levels day to day okay. Um, and younger women obviously suffer from PMS. I mean, I live with a teenager, so I know. <laughs> but is it different as we get older? We're looking at different issues. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As we get older, we can deal with a lot more changes with the, our menstrual cycle. And so women can have, you know, really heavy bleeding. They're having spotting in between cycles. The amount of time between periods is getting reduced. And a lot of that really does come down to these metabolites. So having Dutch testing done can be really beneficial there. So we know exactly what's going on and how to um, address it. And, you know, it's through supplements and diet primarily. Most people just think, oh, I'm going to go to the drugstore and I'm going to buy Rogaine or I'm going to get these special shampoos who's do those help yeah i mean they they do help so if you you're really having a lot of thinning using topicals can help um but it um is kind of like a little bit of a band-aid approach you still want to try to figure out what's going on inside um but yes like sometimes i am recommending like topicals too and there are some natural more natural topicals that you can use now too like rubbing rosemary oil on the hair follicle doing a scalp massage with a little bit of like essential oil of rosemary in shampoo can be a more natural way to stimulate growth in the hair follicle ah, okay yeah well for those who uh, are here in connecticut the mark twain house you can take a tour and that was one of the things you learned that mark twain was obsessed with his hair and his uh maid would every day have to give him a massage of special oils on his head. He was terrified of going bald. Now, you know, he had a lot of hair, so maybe it worked for him. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes you wonder, right? For yeah. sure. I mean, this is what we see all the time. We hear these like historical um, figures and, um, you know, really interesting stories. And now like science starts to back that up. So it's, it's fascinating to see. I mean, I'd love for everyone to be able to visit someone like you. Um, and uh, I know we have some really high quality naturopaths, but if you're just trying to do this on your own, uh, and we want to stress that getting the testing is going to be important to see if you're deficient on something, but just some things that people could listen to, takeaways they could maybe go to their local health food store and do now, like what are maybe the top three things to eat or some supplements to try that you think would be safe and, and effective? Yeah, so I think probably one of the biggest things to try would be like a green strength, these phytonutrient complexes. Those are going to be really helpful at reducing oxidative stress, which is definitely involved in hair loss. Um, another thing would be like a really good collagen, good quality collagen supplement, um, and then probably B vitamins because you know B vitamins most. B complexes, you're not really going to overdo it there. I definitely wouldn't go out and start like buying iron and going on that on your own without the testing. Yeah. Um, vitamin D is another big factor. If you're not taking a vitamin D supplement in Connecticut, most people need to be on um, a low level, at least supplement with vitamin D, but following up with testing and making sure you're actually getting enough because yeah. um, some people need to take a lot more than other people.
I mean, I'll just share some of my personal experiences. I am back to, I was forgetting my vitamin D for a while. And um, even though I was taking a multi every day, it got down to like in the 30s, um, which I know optimal in your world is probably above 50, right? So I started taking it again. Um, And I do, you know, I think I noticed, and every doctor I've interviewed has certainly said, like, if we live in this area, we're not getting enough. I mean, we're just not. So that's one thing. Uh, And the iron thing, I'll share that, that I also, because of interviewing folks like you, got my test and turned out um, I have very high iron levels. And it was important that I not take any extra iron. So I have a multivitamin with no iron. So I I guess I would have never known that. We sort of assumed like, oh, I probably need iron for energy and all these things. But if you don't test, you may not know. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like there are things obviously eating healthy is really important. So yes, like there's no harm in eating more vegetables in your diet. But when you start like targeting with specific nutrients, you do have to be careful. Do you recommend a multivitamin for everyone and and in particular even for hair loss? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to multivitamins, there's a lot of different quality (laughs) vitamins on the market. Any brands you like or that people could buy? I know you sell them. Yeah. Yeah, so the ty- the types that we recommend and that we dispense in our office are going to be types that have like chelated minerals in there and they tend to be also also have a combined like phytonutrient extract in there just like I'm talking about like with the the greens um, it'll be built into the multivitamin and of course not have a lot of that like fillers and dyes and all sorts of you know preservatives in there if you're seeing dye a dye in your vitamin it's probably not a good yeah. choice um, for out if people are going to try and buy something are there any brands that you trust more than others like for collagen I know a lot of people do use the vital proteins you can get it at Whole Foods I've heard that's pretty high quality and clean um, I know you have a website where I hope I'm not sure people can get your supplements I know they can buy them at your shop right. but. yeah I mean for, there are some that you can get on there so on my website which is drstag.com we do have like you know some that are fine for the general public to take and we do have a collagen on there uh, the vital is pretty good it just has one type of collagen in there the one that I love to use has three different types of collagen so it does support your hair skin and nails and it supports your bones and your joints so it has these three different forms of collagen um but yeah I mean over the counter there are quality supplements over the counter but we'd have to probably do another hour long another, show to go over yeah, how I know. you choose a good quality over the counter let me let me ask you quickly if you're buying supplements i mean some brands i've i've heard are you most naturopaths are okay with better than others say fish oils we, there's a study that just came out today for long covid that omega-3s might be important so if you are going to go out and try and like you're listening to this in your car and you're like i'm stopping at whole foods like nordic naturals or um i don't know are you okay with like a whole foods so, brand yeah, nordic naturals is a really good omega-3 so i'm recommending something over the counter would be nordic naturals uh for fish oil or carlson's they both have really good quality fish oil and those are really widely available and any recommendation for what you just mentioned for like does it not matter as much for say vitamin d or a multivitamin are there if people are thinking i'm going to make a stop until i can see an again like there's definitely quality is an issue there um so and and there have been studies done where they look at like especially with herbal supplements where the it was the attorney general of new york did a study a couple of years ago and a lot of the supplements over the counter like uh, you know just that you buy at the pharmacy actually had rice powder it had ground up house plants in it so unfortunately it's really hard to choose uh just by like 
going to your pharmacy and thinking you're safe and good to go. Um, so in terms of brands, uh, we talked about fish oil. Another good brand is Nature's Way. They tend to be a really good quality company as well. Okay. Nature's way. All right. So just giving some people some different levels of access, but I do want to let people know that you um, are located right in Avon and, and this all this testing. I know your your, your shop does take insurance as well, uh, and that's wholehealthllc.com, or you said we can go to your own website, right, drstag.com? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And you can actually get supplements, um, some of these supplements on there. Um, but yeah, we uh, take pa- new patients. We have two other naturopaths in our practice and we do accept most insurance plans. Great. Okay. Also, we can follow you for more tips on natural health, which we all want to have shiny, nice hair. So <laughs> you can follow you at Dr. Stag on Instagram. And I think it's great to just let people know that it's not something they have to live with. They actually could have something, um, they could change something and in a few months notice um, a real big difference and figure out also why are they losing hair? You might be masking a bigger health problem. So it's important to ask these questions, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I would definitely not just ever dismiss hair loss because there could be really significant health problems going on. So if you're noticing you're losing hair, you really should see your doctor and get screened and try to figure out exactly why. And if it is does, does come down to something nutritional, like not only is that affecting your hair, it's affecting other things as well. So it's really important to address all of that. Thank you, Dr. Stagg, for sharing your wisdom. We hope everyone will uh, be able to have better hair soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. Stagg. And again, if you like more information on the cutting edge of wellness, you can listen to the Kara's Cures podcast. Please subscribe. Um, we love to share information that is on the cutting edge of wellness. You can also follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin or watch episodes for free right on WFSB Plus meant for your streaming TV. You can find it on Roku, Apple TV or Amazon Fire. Have a great day, everyone, and be well.